Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. If we are going to do the works that he did, let's stop and analyze just how he did the works. And as I said, there's something else there the Lord wants to bring out. I don't know what it is. I just got it down in the spirit. But uh, it comes under more or less two, two headings. And, and you can see that throughout the charismatic movement in Christendom. First, because he is anointed by the Holy Ghost or with the Holy Ghost. And it's by that spirit that he is doing these works. Then you see the Holy Spirit manifest himself through his ministry as the Spirit wills. Each of us have a key part in doing what Jesus did to bring people into an eternal life with him. Your part is significant, so listen closely to this message today. Later in the program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for Doing the Works of Jesus. And he shall give you another comforter or another helper. See, while he was here, he was their helper. But he'll send you another helper. That he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Then he said to King James translation, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. I will not leave you helpless. Oh, praise God. Thank God we're not helpless. Another translation said, I'll not leave you orphans. We're not orphans. I will come to you. And in the power of the Spirit, thank God he does come to us. Now, in the 26th verse he says, But the comforter, the helper, the paraclete, you see, which is translated comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. See, here he very plainly tells us who this comforter, another comforter, helper is. It is the Holy Ghost. But the comforter, the helper, the paraclete, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now then, in the, in the 15th chapter, it's very interesting, in the 15th chapter, and of course you understand that the Bible wasn't written in chapter and verses. Man did that to help us in reference. And what he's doing here actually is in the 15th chapter, just continuing uh, about what he was talking about in the 14th chapter. Now notice what he said in the 26th verse of the 15th chapter of John. But when the Comforter is come, this same Helper, same Holy Ghost that he was talking about. You see why he said, the works that I do. Now notice, now notice the comforter, the helper, the paraclete is in connection with this, that uh, verily, verily I say unto you, the works that I do, he that believeth on me shall he do also, because, here's why you'll do them, because I go unto the Father. That's why. And if I go to the Father, you see, I'm going to send you. Hallelujah. Same spirit I'm anointed with. Amen. The Holy Ghost, you see. All right, so here he said, this 26th verse, but when the Comforter is come, when the Helper is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness, 
because ye have been with me from the beginning. Now in the 16th chapter, he has some more to say about. See, this is all because I go to the Father. In the 13th verse, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So the Holy Ghost does speak, but he doesn't speak of himself. Whatever he hears, that's what he speaks. Whatever he hears Jesus say, whatever he hears the Father say, that's what he speaks. He shall speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive a mine and show it to you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take a mine and shall show it unto you. Now all of this has to do with uh, doing the works, actually, that Jesus did. Because, you see, that's the way he did the works. Remember the text there in Acts 10, 38? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, you see, he said the same, in other words, when you sum it all up, the same Holy Ghost that I'm anointed with, I'm going to send him to you. Praise the Lord. Now, there is one exception. If you turn back to the third chapter of John's gospel, you'll notice this 34th verse here. John, actually, John the Baptist is a bearing witness concerning Christ. And he said in this 34th verse, for he whom God has sent, speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. For he giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Now that implies that we have the Spirit, that's the same Holy Ghost, by measure. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm thoroughly convinced that uh, the whole body of Christ has this Holy Spirit in the same measure, but that not one individual member of that body would have. But thank God, the same measure, same measure, the, the same Spirit, praise God. Now then, Jesus then, if we are going to do the works that he did, let's stop and analyze just how he did the works. And as I said, there's something else there the Lord wants to bring out. I don't know what it is. I just got it down in my spirit. But uh, it comes under more or less two, two headings, and, and you can see that throughout the charismatic movement in Christendom. First, because he is anointed by the Holy Ghost, or with the Holy Ghost, and it's by that Spirit that he is doing these works, then you see the Holy Spirit manifest himself through his ministry as the Spirit wills. Now, you see, of course, we understand some things that people in Jesus' day or even in the Old Testament didn't understand because we've got further revelation in the New Testament. You see, we have in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians given to us a resume concerning the gifts of the Spirit and the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. And there he said, you know, that there are diversities of gifts. 
And he said, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, and so on. And so you see the Holy Spirit manifesting himself through the ministry of Jesus. Remember now Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing. And so you'll see all of, the, of those uh, gifts of the Spirit or manifestations of the Spirit, except tongues with interpretation, manifested in the ministry of Jesus. For instance, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, the gift of special faith, the working of miracles, and gifts of healings and prophecy. And all through the Old Testament, in the lives of prophets and kings and priests, you see the manifestation of those, the Holy Ghost manifests himself. In other words, that's nine ways that the Holy Ghost manifests himself. But you do not see tongues with interpretation in the Old Testament, nor do you see tongues with interpretation in the ministry of Jesus, because tongues with interpretation are distinctive of this Holy Ghost dispensation, you see, uh, which we are now living. Hallelujah. And so, the Holy Ghost would manifest himself. Now, the Lord... These manifest these gifts of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, you see, whom I'll send, you see, He manifests Himself through us as the Spirit wills, not as we will. But now He may, out here, you see, those are manifested through us, then they're manifestations. But the same Spirit, because it's just one Spirit, may work out here in demonstrations. It's the same Spirit, you see, but He's demonstrating His power. When it's operated through us, he's manifesting his power. I believe in both manifestations and demonstrations of the power of God. You know, Paul talks about that in Corinthians. You might, you might just turn there if you wanted to and look at it just a moment. And you'll see that Paul makes mention of the fact that when he preached to them there, in 1 Corinthians, my speech and my preaching, the fourth verse of the second chapter, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith shall not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, in the fifth chapter of John's Gospel, we have a demonstration of God's healing power. See, it didn't come through Jesus. God sent an angel down from heaven and troubled the water. Amen. See, that demonstrates God's power, doesn't it? Now, angels don't have any healing power. Amen. You know that as well as I do. But you see, God saw fit to do that. I mean, the scripture just said here is that the pool of Bethesda, Bethesda, there are five porches full. Halt, main, blind, so on and so forth. Waiting. For a certain season, in other words, in our way of talking, in other words, ever so often, this angel would come down and trouble the water. And like I said, uh, he couldn't have come on any kind of a schedule because if he did, there wouldn't have been a need of them being out there every day. If he just came every first Tuesday, well, that doesn't that necessarily be out there on Tuesday. You know, like down in East Texas, on, they have some trade days on first Monday. Well, there's no use going on second Monday. There's nobody there. Or third Monday or fourth Monday, but it's every first Monday. And you go and there's... there's the farmers bring stuff, you know, and so on and so forth. And some of those things have been built up into quite big affairs. Well, now, see, if the angel came every first Tuesday, well, there's no use of going any other day because he's not going to come anyhow. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have the offer this month. I really like this offer. One is your father's CDs, doing the, the works, works of, of Jesus. Jesus. Uh-huh. But this is what I really like. There's one, two, three, four, five, seven mini books. Yes. And you know, these, it doesn't take very long to oh, read no, these. Oh, no, no, they're just quick read. Oh, they're about 30 to 32 pages, each one of them. Some of them are 27. They fit in your shirt pocket. That's right. You can carry them in a lunchbox. I mean, here's my own ministering to a broken heart, Dad plead your case, God's medicine, how to walk in love, unforgiveness, another one of mine, showdown with the devil. That was a good message that I preached as by the way to receive the Holy Spirit. All of these little mini books are actually messages that we have preached. They've just put the transcript together and put it in a little booklet form. Mm -hmm. And there's seven of those plus the these CDs of dads doing the work of Jesus is one, two, three, four CDs CDs. in here. All of this actually should sell for about $41.65. But we're going to offer it to you for this month for $24.95. That's a $16.70 savings. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio. P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We'll connect with you then.